Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. Andrew, you get to turn on GTA mode. Oh, in your in my life. life. What is the first thing that you do? I guess I would try and find whatever the one of the secret jumps in my city was. Oh, yeah. And maybe do a couple of those with my stolen car that I beat up an old woman for. Okay. Did I mention that? She's old. She's Oh, she's old as yeah. well. Yeah. She's old as well. But did she chase after your car after you pulled her out of it? Yeah. She had a lot of things to say about it. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, grandma's driving Ferraris. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to pull them right out of that Ferrari yeah, yeah, and take yeah. it for yourself. I'm so sorry. I am the wolf. <laughs> and you are a lamb. Get out. All right. You want to uh, you want to go head on into Liberty City and, and see what see what we find? Absolutely. I hope it's an old lady with a nice car. I hope it's a character that speaks. And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me as always is the bad boy of Liberty City, the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Versetti Aaronworth. <laughs> Very good. This is Mikey Aaronworth, and we're back for another week of the Retrograde Podcast. Yes, we are indeed. I actually need to apologize, Andrew, because yes. I believe that? I've used that name before, and I think it was when we were doing Grand Theft Auto Vice City, but it oh, was really? so good that I had to bring it back. Yeah, I don't, bl- I don't blame you. I don't blame Great. me. I don't blame me for nothing. If we have another racing game, you have to be Mikey Andretti. Mikey Andretti. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so good. It's in fact, Andrew. When I die, and I hope it's soon, <laughs> could you ensure that Mikey Oversetti is Mikey Oversetti? Mikey oh, Andretti. Mikey Andretti. That's the best of both worlds. Yeah, he's on my tombstone. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely will. Thank you very much. When I am when I'm reading, you know, your what is that? Your what do you do with the speech? Obituary. Yeah, uh, no, no, eulogy. I kept. You're not eulogy. getting my Thank eulogy. You, what the fuck are you talking about? I absolutely will. No. And uh, you know, who's going to? Uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> your best friend. He, listen, I signed an agreement. A but decade he's canceled. Ago. I know, but I can't cancel the contract. I didn't have a performance clause or an image clause in there. Oh, okay. So now he's going to be, oh, Frank was a fan of Mikey. <laughs> he's tapping the ring on the, on the, the stand a lot. And then I said to him, clack, clack. Uh, you're like, oh crap. He's eating ribs again. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I definitely will put that. I'll put that on your, your gravestone. Uh, you'll be in your will. Thank you. Uh, Thank yeah, you. no, it'll be great. Um, Andrew, I feel like such a professional podcast communicator today. Do you know why? Why is that? I've got a, a like an actual coffee in a mug. Yeah, you got like a mug like we're a morning show host. Yeah, well, that's not. People don't enjoy that. Um, Ooh, it's cold. Oh, good. I saved a couple sips so I could do this prop joke on a podcast. I constantly have thought, like growing up watching <laughs> Regis and Kathy Lee. Yes. Um, Your favorite of all the talk shows. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's so much energy in the morning. I always, even as a kid, was like, that's not coffee. Right? That's water. Yeah. What are you guys doing? But why wouldn't it be coffee? Because it's a lot of coffee, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're drinking constantly and you're speaking, you know, and you probably want some water. But then again, if you're Kathy Lee and then eventually we're on Good Morning America, by 930, you are drunk on white yes, wine. Yes, that's true. They that's don't even true. hide it. It's it, But that's what makes it fun. That's <laughs> what makes it fun. Absolutely. Just like us when we do the podcast. We're always drunk on white wine. <laughs> we uh, All the preambles, us just guzzling white wine by the gallon. Um, I think that is actually, we're due for a mushroom club where we get drunk on the podcast. Man, again. it has been a while. It has. Uh, the mushroom club, by the way, is our Patreon account. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. It is $5 US per month, and we give you at least two episodes per month. Usually, it's a little bit more than that, mm-hmm. and we do weird things like that. Sometimes we'll do... Uh, we haven't done the uh, uh, the, the uh, drinking and gaming segment, yes. Too Drunk, Too Sober, where we play each other in a game competitively sober. Then we get obliterated. Yeah. Play. We've done that to the point where we got so drunk, we couldn't finish the episode. I, I'm, you're very gracious by saying we. Uh, it was me. <laughs> I got so drunk, I had to look at my... Yo, I can't do this, and walked out of, walked out of his condo. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Uh, 
uh, we do a lot over there uh, so you can go catch all the back catalog of yes. that uh, even if you just want to pay for a month check it out and then get the fuck out of Dodge you yeah can do that we, we appreciate it we wouldn't be happy if you left but mm-hmm. uh, you know you gave us your money so who's the real winner in this situation you, your name gets put on behind the cash and goes dude no more admittance like watch out for this person <laughs> you know they, they duck and run well, uh, listen if you're uh, if you're listening to this podcast yes. and you're like why haven't these two jabronis talked about <sighs> Grand Theft Auto yet listen this is Sell the podcast the, the retrograde where we talk about all the games that we used to play when we were kids usually it's something that had an affinity uh, we had an affinity towards one way or another boy did we uh, we uh, rate and review the games as we remember them yeah. we played them back in the day the year they came out then we take a break we play you the gameplay uh, audio or visual if you're watching over on YouTube then we come back and rate and review the game as it holds up in the modern day against like some modern games mm-hmm. but before we do that What's we'd that? like to take a swift left turn through a red light crash into a cop car overturn our car which eventually will explode but yep. we have just enough time to get out of it mm-hmm. crawl out and run away yep. uh so that we can uh, find a hooker and take her into a back alley that's 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 it <laughs> what's uh, it called black coffee what was that code called oh hot coffee hot coffee actually there's a there's a similar so hot coffee if you're unfamiliar which i can't i can't imagine any of our listeners no. are unfamiliar with this story but it was a story that surrounded the grand theft auto san andreas game oh it was a coding issue or a potential mod that they found where you could take someone home and have sex with them yeah uh, which obviously showing and interacting with someone while having sex in a video game especially at the time that san andreas came out was kind of a no-no for the esrb and the esrb basically said because this is in the game and eventually someone found it i think through a game shark or something like that Mm, we should have given it an ao uh rating or something along like pornography Yeah, yeah yeah and there was a big lawsuit where uh, anyone who could sign in it was class action. If you signed up for the lawsuit, you would eventually get some of the payout from Rockstar. And I remember a lot of the journalists at the time signed up just because they're like, listen, the money is the money, like yeah. whatever. And they each got a check for like $5 for yeah. Rockstar. And instead of cashing it, you just like oh, put that. it on your wall or oh, something yeah. like that, 100%. which is amazing. But there's a similar story in Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh, before we get into talking about By the about way, the we're game, playing Grand Theft Auto 3. This week? Yeah, we're playing Grand Theft Auto 3. You didn't know that and you just made a reference to it? Then why am I Mikey Oversetti or Mikey Versetti? <laughs> That's a great question. Why are you anything any week? Oh, Andrew, don't get into the existentialism. No, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, the one thing I want to say, because we will end up talking in depth about the game. Uh, okay. That'll be about the half uh, half hour mark. So if you want to fast forward <laughs> through this bullshit, go for it. Um, the This game was, uh, it came out in 2001. Yeah. And it was actually delayed uh, by three weeks or so. Oh. Due to ongoing 21 days circumstances oh. uh, roughly 21, 21 days. days later 21 20 yeah and if it were seven more would have been a great movie <laughs> oh my goodness uh 28 days later <laughs> the story of the delay of grand theft auto 3 um do you can you guess why this game would have been delayed by about three weeks i i, I you know based on based on the news mikey yes. i'm gonna go with supply chain supply it's definitely supply chain yeah, yeah it's it's uh because it was a COVID issue <laughs> yes. all the way back then yes um obviously 2001 it came out october of 2021 does oh. that give you a little hint as to why it may have been delayed? uh i uh, it's, uh, it's uh, Halloween. Too spooky. <laughs> too many ghoulies and ghosts. So it got delayed in the to before Halloween. Well, the ghosts are warming up. Yeah, they're they're getting ready, and the guys in the warehouse like you know shaking flashlight, and he's like, "Fuck this! I'm not shipping any of this." And quits Here, on the here's spot. one of the things that they changed for the actual release, and then maybe this will tell you why it was delayed. Mm, please do. Um, uh, so you tell me of, I was wrong. Uh, you weren't. You weren't correct. Important difference. Important difference. Yes, okay, Important sorry. Difference. That's after how you, I would do it. After you, Mike, yo. It the the cop cars were changed from a blue and white color to a black and white color because they changed the 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 setting. Not quite. The, what, not why quite. would they change blue and white? So to are black you? One? So are you actually? I have no idea. Okay, so two thousand one, 
September 11th. Oh my God, I didn't put 2001. Sorry, I only heard the month. I, you're usually really good at these oh, things. Man. So I thought you were playing into no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, so September, I didn't hear the year, sorry. Because okay. 2001, it came out. So obviously there were <sighs> there were all the issues. They they had to change quite a bit with the game. Uh, they they changed the color of the police cars. That was a big one because yeah. the blue is like NYPD, yeah. right? So they- uh, and, and Liberty City is New York. Is New York, yes. right? So they changed it to the black and white, which is is, is common still in mm-hmm. cops are among the uh, around the United States. They did some things like change pedestrian dialogue they cut an entire mission that referenced terrorists and an entire character named Darkel, who basically his whole thing was he wanted to bring the city down like crippling oh, to its Jesus. knees almost like a tyler durden type yeah but, yeah but yeah I guess in that context it doesn't doesn't quite play as well did they have a twin tower type place that they had to cut out like i wouldn't shock me based on like their their it's clear homages there's one-to-one yes. references in every place that they do san andreas yep. and vice city and stuff like that i wondered if they would have had something like that i i don't know that there was a twin tower and it, there definitely wouldn't have been a mission like blowing it up for no example. but no, there no. were a lot of explosions on the original cover mm-hmm. art which they changed to remove those it was a really sensitive time obviously oh, yeah and this was a game that was already coming out there and people were like don't fucking let this game come out it's it's too much right uh uh bringing bringing the these sorts of crimes yep. into, into 3D, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, so this Dark oh Hell character, God. and this is why I brought this okay, up please. At, uh, to begin with, because we were talking about hot coffee. They eventually found someone found in the coding of the game a reference to this character, Dark Hell, and, and accused. Uh, Rockstar and and the actually Rockstar was the publisher the developer of this game is DMA design they accused uh. DMA design of writing that in there as a reference to September 11th. Oh, it was a backwards thing. Yes. So oh, they tried wow. to like catch them in and he was Reverse like, he's like, no, we canceled it three weeks before it came out. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Uh, uh, because they didn't want any issues with, you know, a person who wanted to take New York down. Wow. Why would you want to do that? There's yeah. so many coffee references we're doing. You're having cold coffee. There's hot coffee in GTA. Yes. Oh my goodness. There's dark hell. Dark, dark coffee. Dark roast coffee. Dark yes, roast absolutely. Coffee. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. No, I had no idea about that. I didn't know that they came out so close mm-hmm. after 9-11. Wow. That's incredible. Isn't it kind of amazing that they didn't shelf it <laughs> honest for at least a year yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Like it's, that's actually really surprising to me. That would have changed video game history. Like honestly, the GTA franchise, it really colors the post two thousands. We'll, we'll get into that in terms of the overall reception. Once we get to, to talk sort of in the weeds on yeah. the game, but, but the, you're absolutely right. The amount of influence that the grand theft auto franchise had, mm-hmm. on, especially once it came to number three had on video gaming to this day, yeah. to this day, <laughs> uh, uh, the bronze bomber loves Grand Theft Auto to this day. Bronze Bomber. Very good. Yes, no, that's very good. Um, uh, So I want to get into that as well eventually. But before we do that, Andrew, um, I got. um, What's going on? I got a bit of a bone to pick with you. Oh, what? And which bone would that be? Oh, one of me- the leg bone. <laughs> the leg bone? Which Because it's connected to the knee bone. It's not very humorous. That's <laughs> You made the joke before the <laughs> podcast, not me. Um, okay, so so you always accuse me of not being able to or willing to finish video games. Yeah, I'm glad that you left the options open because I'm unsure still why you don't. It could be any option, really. But uh, it's because we- I'm too busy starting new games. To finish it. Right. You're changing the narrative and I appreciate that. But we have a hashtag going around here. Mikey doesn't finish. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a hashtag going around here. <laughs> hashtag Mikey Great is starting. Mikey Great is starting. Um, <laughs> so, so I assume this is about you starting another game. 
It actually isn't this time. Oh. This is about me having completed a game, Andrew. Whoa, you so finished a game. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Or vape it. <laughs> or vape I don't know whatever the kids are doing these days. Mango peppermint. <laughs> it's <laughs> wonderful. Same for me. Deathloop. Oh. A game that I've been talking you about. Deathloop. I finished Deathloop oh, finally. And only phenomenal. two weeks ago, I was sitting here saying, I don't know if I'm actually going to end up finishing this game because the idea of stringing together a perfect run through the game just felt daunting to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this game... I'm very happy I finished it because it constantly reminded me that as much as I felt like there was just so much to keep in your mind while you were playing through it and where you had to be at certain times and how to get people to do certain sure, things. Sure, that, sure. It always held your hand enough to make you feel like you always knew what you were supposed to be doing mm-hmm. without making it feel like it was guiding you too much. It was, okay. it's such an incredibly well-designed game Cool from the mechanics to the art design. I think this game is going to win best art design of the year for sure. The soundtrack's oh, okay. phenomenal. The aesthetic's amazing. Right. The, the, the acting, uh, the look and feel of this game is, is, is great. Awesome. You and I have talked about Andrew that I think you would love the game. You, you don't I, have a PS five yet. No, but uh, once you get your hands on it, I think you would, you would absolutely. That's love awesome. It. I can't wait to play it. It sounds, it sounds right down my alley too, but this is a, this is a, you know, talk about quick left turns. Yeah. This is a real one eighty from last week where you were like, not critical, but you were getting very frustrated. I was getting kind of frustrated. And I, I, I'll say this, that I think the, uh, may I say this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but watch yourself counselor. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, why do you think I have a mirror set up behind you? So I can watch myself as I'm speaking. <laughs> that would not surprise me. I'm going to check actually. And, no. no. Okay. Only right. I can see it because I'm smart. You can't. Um, the 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 thing that I think they did really well in this game is it did they didn't let it overstay its welcome. No. Oh. Because I was thinking like I can't go back to the same level that I hate Carl's Bay again. And you have to go back to each place Carl. once. Carl. Carl. Uh, at least in every playthrough. But once you memorize it, uh, like the the specific route you have to take, it's not quite as bad. But right when I started to feel like I was getting stale on it, mm-hmm. it was ready for me to do the final run. Well, that's and awesome. that was great. And and here's the one complaint I have okay. this game. <laughs> okay. From a design perspective, I can't believe I'm the only person I know who's experienced this. But you put your entire run together, and that takes a while. It takes about an hour or so okay. to like go from place to place and make sure everything is is the way it's supposed to be, so that you can kill all of the visionaries, so that you can break the loop. I do that. And I get to the next stage where you have to confront the final person and you haven't seen this person in the game uh, in, in this capacity yet. You haven't been to this place yet. And you walk into this room and there's a giant laneway. This isn't really spoilers because I'm just designing the look and feel of okay. the room without yeah. explaining what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you don't need to tur- uh, close your ears. But the the you walk into the into the into the laneway and your powers get taken away so you can no longer die or anything like that. It's just about having a conversation with oh, this person. Okay. And as soon as that happens, what do you do whenever you're presented with a new area in a game? I search all of the things to pick up everything I can. Yes. Before you go to where you need to go. Because I assume that ends the room. Exactly. So the first thing I did was I took a couple steps backwards and fell off of the platform, (laughs) which prior to that, there was more platform behind me that just got taken away from the game and I died and had to do the whole run over again for no reason. And I was like, that is, I'm like, why would there be fall damage right here, right now? It was absurd. And and out of nowhere on a chalkboard, another notch gets put onto Mikey doesn't finish as (laughs) you destroy this console. You're like, fuck this. I honestly considered 
turning the game off and being like, I'll get to it later. But I knew if I did, I wouldn't. You so did. I wanted to go to bed and I'm like, no, no, I'm getting myself to exactly that point again. And then I'll go to bed and finish the yeah, game good for afterwards. You. Good and, for I, you. and I did. It's great. It's a great game. Uh, it's awesome. I'm uh, glad you finished that. I'm glad you, you know, and I'm like, I'm glad you are finishing in a good place with it too. Instead of last week, you're like, I don't know. You Man, know, honestly, the more I think about that game, the more I absolutely loved it. That's like, awesome. It's, just, it's, it's very well done. Arcane studios just knows, uh, what the fuck they're doing with yeah. first person games. I don't know that anyone does first person. I'm more of a, action I'm, I'm more of a punyata punyata studios. Oh boy. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, can I just go with Pikachu studios? I didn't mean to do the, I was trying to do another fire Pokemon and punyata. Oh, oh, you're saying like, Arc Arcane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The best kind of jokes are the ones you have to explain. Yes. Um, so I'm glad you really so enjoyed you tell it. you a lot of great jokes. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> took that one right <laughs> off the rails. Um, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I, I did. I That's did very good. much. And then I picked up, because I'm thinking now, like, I need another game to play. So I actually, I went back into Death Stranding, the oh, director's cut. The director's cut. And it just, it feels so good to be back in that world. Yeah, I fucking it does it. love that game so much. It, yeah. it is easily top 10 of all time for me wow. at this point. I love it so much. It has like a surprising amount of new content in it, like new missions and everything as well. So I'm really enjoying my time with that. Yeah. Um, What's they, Norman Reedus promoting now? It's always Ride. It's always Ride <laughs> by still Norman exist? Reedus. I don't think it ever existed. <laughs> I don't think They're it, gaslighting the, us. The, the, yeah, the 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 motorcycle show that was advertised in Death Stranding, mm -hmm. which was featuring Norman Reedus and yeah. Norman Reedus's character in Death Stranding advertises. I've never heard of the show apart from Death Stranding. It's on AMC. I know that. Um, was it? Oh, it's, we don't know. I've I don't never know. Seen it, there. it says it is. Yeah. The, did you know Monster Energy Drink didn't exist before? That was invented for the game. <laughs> <laughs> monster energy unfortunately not in the director's cut i guess they couldn't extend the licensing or whatever is that true yeah it's true oh it's my god such a big now. part of the first part. i know i know oh my god coca-cola didn't allow that I didn't, yeah okay. um so i i thought i considered before starting new because i want to try something new and if you're out there as the listener and you have a game that you haven't heard me talk about and you want me to try that one maybe i'll start that one yeah. and not finish it well yeah i, I don't want to i don't want to finish death's door until i get the new xbox because i'm having issues with like time sync on my tv believe it or not oh. With the old Xbox console, which is really frustrating. But uh, uh, the other game that I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll take some time to play Overwatch. Oh, I want to talk about Overwatch. Let's talk about okay, it. Okay, let's talk about Overwatch. Because I am... Listen, if you're new to this podcast, Andrew and I have a healthy obsession. And by healthy, I mean the exact opposite of that means with Overwatch. Yeah, it means unhealthy. We've been playing it since it came out. I have a healthy obsession with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> No uh, one believes that. No one believes that. Yeah. It's not true. And and my obsession with Overwatch isn't healthy either. But because it is literally the through line of this podcast. Yes. We've had this podcast for over three years. We've been playing Overwatch for over three years. Yep. It's, it has been sprinkled in sometimes liberally into how much we talk about video games. Yeah. So I'm very curious. What do you, what do you want to talk about? I want to say... I sat down thinking like, okay, I'm going to play some Overwatch. Like I'm going to, now I have some time. I, I, I don't feel, I don't have to feel guilty about yeah. this because I beat the game that I was playing yeah. prior to this. Yeah, yeah. And I just sat down and thought, fuck this game. <laughs> I'm not, I never feel good when I play it. I hate arguing with people in it. I do too. I never get satisfaction from it anymore. It's, it's at the point where like, you know, when, when you're, when you're in university and you sure. go on a bender and yep. you feel awful afterwards, but you're like, man, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's diminishing returns as you get older and older, and older and to the point where you're like, well, I'm not going on benders anymore. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've woken up mm -hmm. from an overwatch. Yeah. yeah speak for yourself. <laughs> I guess. But yeah. Yeah. My healthy obsession. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've woken up from my bender with overwatch and realized even after a good session of it, I never feel good about it. 
And I think I just have to put this down. I think I have to step away from it. Mikey, that's incredible timing. I deleted Overwatch. Did you delete it? I deleted it. How does that feel? How does that feel? uh, I'm freeing. Oh, Uh, it feels, I'm feeling so unhealthy now, but it's no, I, 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 it's freeing to not know that I can just go like, I don't know, I'll just play a game and then afterwards be genuinely grumpy. That's the thing. Like I I never is satisfying and because of the, and to me, I know you don't play a lot of competitive, you play a lot of quick play, but to me, the competitive side of it with the SR, with the skill rating is always like, I'm never getting anywhere. I'm never really going up. I'm never really going down. Yeah. It just feels like a, like a vacuum of my time. Well, here's the thing is, is the, 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 and two, mood. the two modes competitive and, and quick play are, you know, fairly important and dictate the mood that you're going to be in when you're yeah. playing. One of the reasons why I stopped playing competitive as much is because it just got so toxic mm-hmm. that I'm like, I'm taking my mic off. But if my, if my mic is off, I don't want to play competitive because that's a disadvantage. So I went to quick play and people just that toxicity followed everyone yeah because i think there's a certain amount of burnout with overwatch that everyone who's playing it feels right yes. now because we've been playing it for three years so no one has the patience for mistakes no one wants to do it for a community they just want to play to get like that highlight play so they get that dopamine rush yep. and that's the only thing that keeps them going anymore and i feel it with the community i feel it with myself i get more frustrated with my teammates mm-hmm. than i used to mm-hmm. and i'm just like what am i doing this, yep. this cannot be the right call we, we you don't know, like you watch movies you read books you listen to music you play, i don't do any of those you play things. Okay, so I, I read I, books. You fucking nerd, get, what, Mikey. Hey, I'm, Dickens. What, oh, that's get nice. out of here. Okay. Hey, Plath. I yeah. got an oven for you downstairs. <laughs> that is a reference by clearly someone that is illiterate. Uh, <laughs> only, only huge Sylvia Plath references come from the illiterate. Um, is like a normal person finds escapes in art, right? Mm-hmm. They find the music, reading movies, television, uh-huh. and video games. Yes, and and to be to be honest, I find those to be all equal value of of use of, of course, time whatever to it escape is that, the world yeah. that you live in. This is not becoming a healthy thing. It is actually like dampening my mood yes. or the escapism isn't there. The yeah. reality is still too strong. And I got it. I got to look after myself here. Yeah. I, I got to I got to high tail. I got to look after primo numero uno. I got to look after soldier stuff. No, I mean, Andrew Bascom. Damn it. <laughs> okay, damn. I got an idea. Yeah. What's up? I'll look after you. Okay. You look after big boy, Mikey. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't know why you did. No, I'll just, I'm there. just saying I'll look after little uh, thinky okay. Andy sitting over there in the corner. Mm-hmm. I need a little bit of help. Get me through today. <laughs> and you'll look after big boy, Mikey. I may not need your help, but I sure do appreciate your support. Your accents are the Looney Tunes chicken uh-huh. and, and Mickey mouse <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. oh, yeah. I can't even do it. Um, is I, yes, we're like the, we're like a bad boy suit cover. We're like back to back and just, shooting or yes. two guns or whatever it is oh uh, well we could also say uh uh uh, uh from contra wow we <laughs> yeah. did what we did, we did so this. lance and lance bean lance bean. bean we remember the hilarious one of course we do. and it's like it's like text firestorm or something yeah. like that yeah uh <laughs> yeah and I, I guess in bad boys, I'm, I'm Martin Lawrence, but whatever. Uh, well, cause just cause I'm uh big like, boy, just I'm, 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 I'm I was big also boy, Will an Smith. independence day. Oh, you're also, also independence day. day. So uh, of course I'm going to be the Will Smith character. Oh, can I be Jeff Goldblum? You, you can try to be mm. good luck carrying yeah. that weight. That's yeah. To carrying that six, four, 130 pounds. Of- could you, could you imagine how cool it would be? to see a conversation between Jeff Goldblum and Ted Danson <laughs> to just see it, to just witness a conversation. But you're, you're across the street. You're like, wait, 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 wait. 
<laughs> watch this. And you're like, oh, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's so interesting. Someone should read a book about this. Um, yeah, I, that's, that's, yeah, that's something. But yeah, I'll watch. So you're saying I watch you, you watch me. Yes. We, we hold up that we're not going to be playing this game that makes us depressed. Yes. Okay. I thousand percent, Mikey. Let's I've already deleted the goddamn game. Okay. Where, what are you doing? It's not deleted yet. But I, well, I think I need to, I mean, let for me get the, back to you on that. For the full <laughs> emphasis of what he's saying, watch us on YouTube. Mikey's both red and grinning like an idiot. Because well, I don't want to, uh, I, I love what it used to mean to me. That's why it's hard. This you got to delete her number out of your phone, man. Uh, that's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that we're like, hey, we'll look after each other. And my responsibility is much harder than yours. <laughs> You've already deleted it. I've already done it. You're good. You, like, <laughs> what is your a sponsorship? Like your sponsor? And I'm like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good, man. And well, like, I, I earlier this week went through, I have like a bunch of highlights saved from uh, from Overwatch. And I went through watching them, like like flipping through an old photo book. Just like, <laughs> ah, I remember that. I remember that. It was a good day. Oh, what a great day. Yeah. So I do want to start posting some of my highlights to the to our Twitter account. I'm nice. at Retrograde Mikey or at Retrograde yeah. Andy. And we're What's at Retrograde Pod, but I know once I do that, our listeners, as they normally do, will say, hey, we should play again. Yeah, here's online. my name. Yeah, here's my name. And that may get me back into it, but I don't want that to happen. I but it might happen, but I don't want it to happen. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> I may. Can we break now? I got to play some over. Oh my quick. God. They're so quick. I literally just scratched myself as I said that. Yeah, like I yeah. got an itch. Just like, yeah, yeah. And I look over. It's already started on the laptop. I'm like, what the hell happened? Um, I, yes, I, I think this is the only way that I've ever thought about playing it again. Yeah. Is that if I knew the other five people, that's a great, or at least two or three of them. Yeah. But like at least something where it's like, we're spending time together yes. and it doesn't really matter if we win or lose. We, you know, like the, the good part of video games. That may be my commitment then is I won't play until I have a party to play with. Yes. Because I don't really care about going up in SR anymore. I've hit my goals there. I, I, I just kind of want to like play it and enjoy it the way I used to. And I, I'm not getting that out of the, the random community. No, no. So um, there you go. That's our, that's our, I don't know. That's our half pledge from one of us about the, uh, the, 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 you said it all out and immediately like curbed it. Yeah, You're it's like, scary. It's scary to think about. It's scary to think about. I don't like thinking about that. Don't take me back there. I didn't enjoy that conversation one bit because um, the community feels now as though it's, it's vacant and empty. Similar to when we played Grand Theft Auto Vice City and hello, the streets felt hello. vacant and empty. Uh, this week, we're going to be doing Grand Theft Auto Three for the PlayStation Two again. It came out in two thousand one, post nine eleven. Um, the I missed, the, missed that. <laughs> the thing, the thing that I'm most concerned about with this game is that when we went back to go do Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which was a long time ago, mm -hmm. uh, it's in our back catalog. If you want to go listen to it, it's not available on YouTube. Yeah, uh, we apologize for the sound quality in advance <laughs> if you do decide to go back. But what I'm most concerned about is that was by far my favorite Grand Theft Auto game. Mm -hmm. By far, I loved it. I loved the atmosphere. I yeah. loved the aesthetic soundtrack. When, when I think back to playing that game, I imagine like a fully tightly packed Miami. Yes, that you're just driving around, yes. having in a the good 80s. reckless time for yeah. in the '80s. When we turned the game on, it was so empty. It's barren. It's barren. Yes. And all the things that I complain about with current open world games, like Assassin's Creed or something, mm -hmm. where it's like I don't want to do diving bell missions. I don't want to go do this. There's just mm -hmm. too much to do, too much to collect. Having none of it in yeah. there is you realize why they litter the open world with so much to do. It's a, you never can go home again. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't care how many times we have to reference Frost on this uh, <laughs> from a couple of literate jerks over here. But is it <laughs> like you really can't because it, the home is not the home that you remember. Yes. And v Vice City is a lot better. Just ask Odysseus. He knows that. <laughs> If you haven't heard September, uh, obviously you go, that's a Homer reference. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. How are we doing? Um, 
is it's so much better in your memory. Yeah. Because because you were a kid and you didn't know what the world would become where it's littered and everyone can talk to and there's every store you can go into yeah. and things like that. And you forget the times where you're like, oh, it's a huge block. I cannot enter any of them. Right. There's two people on the sidewalk. Remember in the first time you could walk into a building oh my God. In, in a Grand Theft Auto Blue game? Mind. And it was like, I think it was Vice City the first time you could go into a door, but it was so few and far between. It was very clearly an instanced area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that now we're at a point where you can go in as many different places as you want. Absolutely. The games have gotten so much bigger. Have we mentioned this? The reason we're doing this game oh, no, is because the remaster yes. of Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas are coming out or are out as of this yeah, recording. Out, yeah. um, what is this? The third or fourth week in a row we're saying this? Available on Game Pass. Yes. And we're not picking sides in the in the Xbox Absolutely versus not. PlayStation. But if debate. Game Pass wants to advertise on here, that's fine. Hey. Hey. Uh, Ed Microsoft. <laughs> that's his name, right? Yeah, Ed Microsoft. Ed, hey, Ed Microsoft. <laughs> yes. Come on, come on over. Edward Microsoft. Edward Microsoft. Gas up that jet. Is that what you, how you talk to them? Uh, yeah, 100%. Gas, gas up, the, up that jet. Gas up that jet. It's green, probably. It's green. <laughs> I've got caviar. Uh, what kind? Green. Green caviar. Green yes, caviar. absolutely. Very it's good. Because I found it all in the shell of a lobster on the oh, outside very, of the shell. That's, that's, that's green caviar, absolutely, right? Absolutely. 1,000%. Ed Microsoft. Classy. I got some... Gas up your jet. We'll start with that. Gas, Gas up, your, up your jet. Yep. We got some green caviar. Green caviar. We got some green caviar. Bring, bring, does, do you have like a favorite caviar spoon? Is that? Uh, uh, yeah, I got spoons from Reno the other day. Oh, you, you know, did. like I collect spoons every oh, time yeah. I go somewhere. Oh, Andrew, that's adorable. Isn't that right? That's adorable. So get your Reno spoon. Get your Reno spoon. Yeah. Come and you'll, you, you could just, you could just sit here and say, and just give us all of the money that, that you have. And it's a tax bent. They love tax shelters, they right? Love tax we'll hold shelters. it in our tax shelter. And it's not made. Listen, this isn't a three little pig situation. Yeah. Because we know some people make their tax mm-hmm. shelters out of straw. And some people right. make it out of. Laws. <laughs> yep. I think those are their favorite ones. It turns <laughs> out you can't, you can demolish a brick tax shelter, but you can't demolish a laws tax shelter. Yeah, that's, that is the Goldilocks perfect situation. It's a cross. It's a, no, it's an MCU thing. <laughs> they're all, they're all showing up in the same story together. Hey, Microsoft, you're on blast. <laughs> for real though. Oh, oh for real? Wait, the, what? For real. The three little pigs. Yeah. Grass. Yeah. Like straw. Straw. Mud. Uh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> what do they make their houses out of? Brick. Brick is the good one, though. Brick's the good one. Straw? Leaf. Wood? Wood. Wood, maybe. Wood. Sticks. Wood is fine, though. But, mm, I don't know. Then why don't we make houses out of wood anymore, Mikey? Mm, I Checkmate. would, <laughs> but that story steered me otherwise. Thank you very much. Taking and that is truly it. the Queen's Gambit. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, and Microsoft advertise on here because Game Pass is just slaughtering right it's, now. It's and slaughtering. We it, don't. We haven't picked. You're right. We haven't picked a side, but it's just been very convenient that we've been picking games that have all been on Game Pass. Here, here's the thing that I'll like just to make everyone happy because that's all I'm here to do is to make everyone happy, and I've been doing a great job at it. Um, um, uh, PlayStation Five is my favorite console I've owned in generations. Right. I fucking love it. Yeah. But Game Pass as a service mm. is untouchable it's so good it's a house divided it's, a, <laughs> it's so like when you, you have your things it's when you go by like an election and the house has two different signs in it you're like oh god that must be rough at dinner you know what i mean <laughs> and it's one of these where it's like i love my playstation 5 but i love my game pass yeah it's, so why can't we all be friends ed work with larry my larry playstation larry. <laughs> and get get together on this one you fly your green jet to meet his blue <laughs> blue jet? jet jet blue <laughs> 
Does Larry PlayStation own Jet Blue? <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 3 uh, <laughs> is the game that we are focusing on today. Yes. Um, what more is there to say about this game than, holy shit, our lives were different before than they were absolutely. after. Do you remember the buildup to this? Did you play it like when it first came out? Yeah, or I absolutely did. did. I, was, yeah. I would have been 14, 15. And so like it, it, talk about a Grand Theft Auto game hitting you right in the right time. Oh my 15 God. 15 years old? I know. A 15 year old boy? Oh my God. It was, uh, it was, it was, it felt like you were getting away with something naughty. Yeah. You know? And oh yeah. It, it felt like everyone was in on this because I remember you as well had played the Grand Theft Auto either yes. one or two of the, yes. the, on the, the bird's on, eye view. On ones. PC, yeah on PC also available on PlayStation two and, and, yep. and a couple other consoles mm-hmm. dreamcast as well. But like who played them on that? It, it was much easier with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. When they were talking about making this, cause, cause even back in the grand theft auto one and two days, the idea of being able to steal a car in a mm-hmm. game, I remember someone told me that and I was like, hang on, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. Right. What do you mean? You can walk a just walking and driving in a yep. game. That was yeah. a big deal. Not Yeah. Not one or the other. Not one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, keep in mind, it would it would be years before you could walk and drive a skateboard, ride a skateboard right. in Tony Hawk, yes. right? Like yeah, that yeah. was still amazing. Yeah. And and they did not do a good job of that. Either. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> You're basically just walking, facing the or skateboarding, facing the other way with like the same mechanics. It was awful. Um, uh, but when they said that they're going to take this already groundbreaking game in terms of its content and change the way video games are played by making a 3d open world game Mm -hmm. the marriage of those two things it was like i struggle to imagine what the next step in technology and content will be to bring us to that like to to have such an a a leap in in capability i honestly think it's like something like vr because it's hard it's hard to go it's top down it's like frogger and now the frog gets to jump in the car drive it around you're like wait what what's going on exactly god video games were something different before grand theft auto and you know the tone in which it spoke to you there was a narrative to the story and whether you disagree with it or not at least it was pushing things forward narratively to go like you are a person you have a story you have a backstory the world around you is interactive and it's telling a story as well it's an amplified version of the of america Yep. you know, and ammunition and all these kind of references that became like, you know, very, uh, it's almost like the onion with a bent to it, you know, of going like, we're going to, we're going to sh- shine a mirror to the country. Sure. We think they we're, were satirizing it in a way that I don't, you know, I think it's kind of like early South park, how they had an idea of wanting to like make fun of things and make a joke, but yeah. they just hadn't found their, their tone yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like later grand theft auto had done that oh, or yeah. has done yeah. that at least in, you know, grand theft auto four, but I don't five, five, five Jesus. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that that at this point it had figured it out, but they were trying with things like ammunition and, and really kind of dialing everything up to 11. Yes, the radio, my favorite things ever, you know, I love talk radio growing up. That's why I love yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. The, guy, the talk radio uh, radio stations in this are so funny. Yes. And they're usually like really good comedians yes. that are like doing this, the talk for four hours about something insane. And I think the other one too that I was going to say is, you know, a really good comparison. It's really hard to say like, man, to the step up in, in video game technology and everything is like, we played Booger Man a couple of weeks ago. Yes, here. yes. And that at the time was, speaking of being naughty, was like, isn't this a little naughty? Isn't this like, this is pushing the edge. And then fucking Grand Theft Auto comes and you're like, do you want to crush someone's skull? And you're like, wait, what? And yeah. it's, like, it's like Dennis the Menace being the local scamp and then talking to South Park. And you're like, what? You know, 100%, it was just changing what we realized games could do. And, yeah. th- and that's just tonally. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you, it's a good point. It's like, it's like uh, being a being a renegade, that's throwing boogers at people. Yeah. It's like, no, being a renegade is picking up a hooker, <laughs> driving to a dark alley, yeah. 
letting her sleep with letting her sleep with you letting her sleep letting, with letting you. her sleep with you what the hell? and then paying her and then killing, killing her, her and taking and the, money. the money yeah, i know and i yep. i you know it isn't that isn't a, a funny thing it sounds horrible when you say it aloud it, and it is, <laughs> yes, and it is. Yes. But just the idea that that was something you could do in a video game yeah I mean, it was amazing that you could run around in a garden in Mario 64. Yeah. And yeah. Now, now you're running around in a in the garden that is New York City. Yeah. The Big and Apple. Instead of saving Peach, you're beating a hooker. To, like, it was yeah. just fucking... Or, you know, not even like that. It wasn't linear like that. You could do whatever you want. And that choice was like this. And you kept finding these depths of going like, like hooker beating and stuff like that. But like, it was like the depths of things you could do was like, I could do this. Like, well, that's a good point because when you, when you, you know, Mario 64 running around the garden is a, is a pivotal moment, I think for a lot of gamers and for the industry in general. But there was only so much you could do. You can run, you could jump, you can slide, you can triple jump, all that fun to play around with. But this was more like, I mean, why they call it a sandbox Sandbox, game is because there were tools in it, which you could use as well. It's just baffling to me that that the step that was taken to bring gaming into a 3D sandbox open world game was also the game that was bold enough to be something that was this controversial you would think it would be one or the other to take a risk mm-hmm. but they didn't take a risk no. and you know what it shows because rockstar is now fucking enormous as yeah. a company it has a has a track record of being like i i almost you know they couldn't be more different but like a pixar level thing where pixar attaches their name to something and you're like oh that's probably gonna be pretty good 100 and rockstar you know like th- they didn't create a single franchise that was one of the most successful. They've created several that yeah. have been some of the most successful. You know, we talk obviously all the time about Red Dead. Red Dead. And then like a, that's a separate one that they did and it's almost completely different, but Bully, it's not. And it warriors, is. Oh, the Warriors. Manhunt. Yep. I mean, there's just a ton, you know, Manhunt, say what you will about that. We don't think it's aged very well. No. You know, I played it on this podcast a while ago. Uh, we've been we've been urged to do the Xbox version to try it out again. Okay. Maybe we will at Maybe, some point. Maybe, yeah. Um, but man, I just, I'm so excited to see because this is going to be one of the biggest changes is the how toned down the content is in this game as opposed to what has come after like in something like saints row for example oh my god which took the concept and just dialed it like we said everything up to 11 saints row by the way i think is a very at least like the first one or two very underrated Underrated. game yeah yeah. uh they did you know when it came to driving and shooting i think Mm -hmm. their mechanics were way better than than what grand theft auto had uh well you know drive-by shootings in grand theft auto was like i think you could only do with an uzi you had to change your view in this yeah even little things like driving is x to go square to break as opposed to using the triggers Mm -hmm. like there was a lot to figure out and i think that's going to age this one pretty terribly to be honest um but uh, I, I don't think that can take away from how important it was when we were actually playing it back yeah. when it first came out. Well, this is kind of like, this is the best part about the podcast is like, we're going to talk about the retro side of it and then to talk about the current side of it. And if, if you know, I already have a little bit of an assumption based on our Vice City experience that like, well, in the modern day, maybe that's why they kept evolving. You know, this is, it's not what we want it to be, but it's hard to overstate how important this was in the retro. Yeah, and I, I think I think that it's going to, you know, there may be a huge disconnect. I think this one is ripe for some of the awards that have the higher yeah. uh, uh, retro score and lower modern score, but I'd love to be wrong. I, I would love, love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong about yeah, that as just well. Uh, I just know that with Vice City, like why would this game be better than Vice City <laughs> yeah. was? You know, it, it's <laughs> like it, I don't think the nostalgia because I'm nostalgic about Vice City, not Grand Theft Auto Three, even though that game meant a lot to me. But um, we're interested to see where it goes. We mentioned yesterday or yesterday last week that Age of Empires, as a very successful mm. franchise, had sold 
as a franchise, 25 million copies. And we remarked at the time going, whoa, yes. oh my Which goodness. Is, it's, it's not taking anything away from them. But oh Grand God. Theft Auto 3 alone, alone, Grand Theft Auto 3, yeah. by 2008, so there's been several years since then, yeah. 13 years, some might say, right? Seven. It didn't come 2000, out 2001 to 2008? 2000, no, no, since 2008. Oh, since 2008. Since 2008 till now. So out of its prime selling time. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but between the 13 years between then and now, it's had more releases. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to have a remaster soon. So the, the quantity has likely gone up since oh, 2008. Yeah. But it has sold alone 14 and a half million units as of 2008, <laughs> which is absurd. And Grand Theft Auto, just as a franchise, just Ugh. sells gangbusters all the time. Yeah. Um, Metacritic score of this game. 97 percent oh my god it is absurd there were some who is the three that's who who wasn't yeah it like yeah, who yeah. i'd very i'd very curious i was like no i do not think this is good yeah yeah you well, know, the, I, no there were so actually negative receptions were fairly common and from some high profile companies uh, as well i'm sure they would change their tune now but GameSpy gave it the most offensive game of the year award and basically said it had no place in gaming you know just kind of gatekeeping and holding on to what they thought video games should be they wouldn't have been alone however uh on the other side of that you have game pro in 2007 naming it the most important game of all time and then companies like ign game informer and uh, and GameSpot late Informa. Jeez, I was so excited that I, I missed. I missed it. You skipped right through it, and I was like, I just why let out a very sheepish informer. Well, but informer is is I it everything you just said though. I could see all sides. It's like most offensive game. You're like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Yeah. And if they are, you know, clutching their pros a little bit about stuff. And by the way, I'm not, I don't think that's like an unfair judgment. I think there are certain people that are like, I wish video games didn't have to become like this. And you know what? fine yeah. yeah i think there's something there's some merit to that but but at the same time the only criticism you could possibly have is probably about the content and the narrative sty- style of it instead of the actual like we made it we made a world 3d and you get to do whatever you want in it yeah i'd have a hard time you looking me in the eye and say i'm a video game re- <laughs> reviewer and going i don't like that and you're yes, like exactly oh, come on exactly you know exactly and i think that, you know the majority of reviewers at the time were on your side of that yeah and and we'll see where we stand on it as well andrew are you ready to oh, uh to give buddy. this one its review uh as it stands or as as you remember it back when it first came out? i am absolutely all right so once again it's a quick summary Andrew and I each give these games two specific ratings, each out of four bits. Uh, the first one is what we thought of the game back when it yeah. first came out, as though we're viewing it uh, back in the year that it was released. Then we take a little break, we play the game, play some of that audio, come back and rate and review the game as it stands in the modern day against like some modern games, all sort of four bits yeah. for each of us. I did that without looking at the prompt. I'm really proud. And I know of you. you were looking at me like I, I was going to mess it up. Yeah, I was really. I couldn't great. find it in my notes anywhere. Well, you've done it. You've done a few hundred of these, and uh, you, you would think down. I'd have memorized it by now. You but think so? I haven't. Ah, okay. not very well. So, Andrew, why don't you start off? by giving it the rating that you think it deserves back when you played it when it first came out in 2001. This this is one of the easiest reviews I can give. It is going to be four out of four. There's no no suspense into this. This changed video games for me. It changed video games for people exactly in my generation and for future generations after that. It started, you know, everyone, we did the old GTAs and the the top-down GTAs and those are very important. But let's not kid ourselves. GTA 3 is the reason that GTA is the sensation it is because of the perspective change. This could have killed the franchise if it didn't go well and and they deserve all the credit in the world for changing video games going forward. I was obsessed with it then. I'm obsessed with it now. And even when a new GTA comes out, I will still play it. Even 100%. though that is like, there is a little- 20 like, years from now. Yeah, <laughs> like it is. And even though I'm like not proud of it, like, you know, like, yeah. like yeah, yeah, I still really like yeah. it. It's an insanely fun, addictive game 
to test your creativity and I love it. So it's a four to 40. I, I totally agree. I think that, that one of the things that people don't realize is how much of a risk they did take bringing this game out. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the, it, it was a very bold move. Cause I remember with my brother who also played a lot more video games at the time that this around the time this game came out, uh, he was saying things like, I don't know if bringing this into 3D is going to be a good choice. Yep. It's just like, how are you going to get that to work? It's yep. too overwhelming. And it very much was for a development company that had 28 people working for it at the time oh, that this came oh out. Gosh. Insane. Uh, but they nailed it. They fucking nailed it. Unfortunately, it's just too offensive to me. So I'm giving it a two out of, no, I'm joking. No, wow. it no, no, it's a four out of four. Yeah, it's okay. obviously a four out of four. One of the most influential, important games that has ever come out. Absolutely. Uh, I, 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 you know, remains to be seen whether it's going to hold up. I think a remaster is very good good as long as they kind of great idea make the the world feel a little bit more lived in i'll be curious to see how much they tweak some of the mechanics and some of the the minute-to-minute gameplay uh but i i'm are you gonna play the uh uh the the remaster i think i have to you know what i mean i think i I, considering how much time i spent with grand theft auto i i would imagine these places that I hold so dear, like we're talking about my city and they're going to give me the version that is closer to what i have in my head of like a gta 5 style uh, for the older but games with the nostalgia of the, I, yeah. it's a no brainer for me. Of course. I think also games. on the mushroom club, Andrew and I are probably going to do a little gameplay, uh, like hour or so playthrough of one of those games. It's likely going to be grand theft auto vice city because that is yeah. our favorite. Yeah. Uh, so join us over at the mushroom club to do that. That probably won't come out for another week or so. Cause we're yeah. a little bit tight in recording, but that seems like one that people have been asking for. Oh, so absolutely. Uh, before we talk any more about this game, cause what more is there to say about it? Uh, let's take a break and let's, let's go visit, Liberty City. Yeah, let's do let's it, buddy. Do it. Let's go. Mikey Oversetti. I ain't your buddy. Oh. I'm kidding, I am. Uh, I, I love you, buddy. Cousin, bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's number four. I don't care. All right, we'll see you guys on the other side. <laughs> oh, my God. What an old school... Uh, oh. Rockstar, like, Rockstar, as though it's the Matrix. DMA. DMA obviously became... Rockstar. Yes. So they were assumed, right? Yes. Yes. Rockstar North they became. Yeah. I think this is like kind of like one of their references to the older games with the jazz, like the light jazz and stuff like that. Whereas yeah. I think it became more and more aggressive as we went on. And also the music became a huge I, I personality. Like it though. I like I do too. The- I like and also this this has become a thing too, like of the many pictures that they put coming, together as like together. A, a, like I mean, prestige. it's crazy that that staple of like the cartoon drawings hasn't gotten old for them like no. they, they always do that's always a part of it it's actually it's just, amazing it's still incredibly cool when you see it seriously, you're like it hasn't oh wow aged. like a stylized there's a animation. lot of things about this game that hasn't aged poorly like well all their references to gay people in miami i think that's 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 aged pretty yeah. well you don't think so yeah the, oh, yeah remember the that, voices that they all had the uh the scooter yeah oh the oh the yeah no yeah i'm not gonna do it either uh <laughs> You know it's you know you did a good job when you can't even say the name anymore. Yes. All right. Enough of the cutscenes. We're going straight into the game. Yeah. Cut it out. Am I right? Oh, Andrew. <laughs> oh my God. What is this? The Full oh House God, Podcast. So, so if you remember, we've escaped from prison, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, make our way over to uh, live our own life, basically as the guy. We're driving. We're driving this guy. I remember we, you drive him we, home. Yes. Or you drive him away from the burning vehicle after you've escaped prison, and he's like, he's like, I know where to go, but my hand is busted up, so yes. I can't drive. I'm like, nice. Okay. Excuse. Why don't you we, just ask me to drive? We haven't made reference to the oh, fact that uh, the main character doesn't speak. That's true. So, but there is a Grand Theft Auto game. It may be Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, where the guy shows up. 
Oh and yes, he does say a couple words. Yes. like oh you got a, a. I didn't expect you to have that voice, and it's like a little nod yeah, yeah, to yeah. yeah. That's good. It's amazing how quickly your car starts to get demolished in this game. Yeah, like I they they got a lot more durable. Yes, which is for the best, I think. Yes, exactly. It's not as frustrating, but even still, similar to Vice City, there's nothing going on on these streets, and I get it's nighttime. People want to sleep. But yeah, there's no people. There's, there's cars. There's cars. Well, there's a few people, few but not people. a lot. Oh, yeah, it's Luigi's Club. Club. Okay, a right. staple of Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Luigi's Girls. Come on over, guys. <laughs> I got a girl for you. Oh, wow. That's I must Luigi's have forgot that guy. He's Luigi. <laughs> Do you think they did this on purpose? Green Door. His name's Luigi. Mario's brother, because he's like the, the offshoot. This is the offshoot of most video I games. I think that's probably it. Also, the overalls were a tour touch as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll introduce Eight you to everyone. Some business upstairs. Well, maybe you could Eight ball, right? Face. That's his name. One of my girls needs a ride. See? I got a uh, yep. Blackish green. Okay. With my girls. So keep your hands on the wheel. If you don't mess this up, maybe there'll be more work for you. You should mess this up. It's crazy that, like, <laughs> maybe this is just a crime thing. I haven't spent a lot of time doing crimes. Okay. But every time you're doing a job for someone, they really have to specify, don't touch my girls. Yeah, yeah. What? Why is that? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really too sure, and I, I'm not sure... The girls want to be touched, and uh, you know a lot's well, happened in that twenty years. That should be the impression, right? Yeah, that, that should be it. L one to change radio stations. Let's go. Double Clef FM. I used to go. I used to listen to this one a lot because it made Opera? me feel badass, like I was in the mob or something, <laughs> like a real psychopath, like a real psychopath. And then I would just watch American Psycho in the background. Oh God. Jaw radio. This explains a lot why you are the way you are. <laughs> she was watch at the this. hospital. Man, this car is going to explode soon. Probably. Oh, Misty, take your time. She jumps that, in the back like it's an Uber. That <laughs> that typical way as well of people opening your door. Yes. Like just, just flailing their arms. Yes. Um, one of my favorite things to do always was like trying to spin turns so that the door would close on its own. Oh, I always just drive by. Knock I would drive off. by and, and knock it off against like a lamppost. Yeah, something. that's good. Because like or obviously. pedestrian. The door. Nope, <laughs> missed him. The door you have right now is broken. It's not going to close. Yes. So maybe we just knock it straight off. Yes. Well, we got paid $1,500 for that. That was awesome. Uber drivers must make a lot of money. Yeah, man. You can go and see Luigi for more work or check out Liberty City. This idea now of you can just go oh. do whatever you want in here was so new. Yes. You finished this one, and, and in in, oh, in later Vice or Grand Theft Auto games, it did feel like there was more story right off the bat. Yep. yep. But I like that this one is like, hey, guys, we Man. got a surprise for you. Like, look in the corner, like, the buildings and the bridges. That looks really good. It looks better than I thought it would be. It absolutely does. Did you, when you were playing these games, uh, did you always use cheats? No, I don't think I've ever used cheats, to be honest. Really? Yeah. In, in, the, in Grand Theft Auto 3 and Grand Theft Auto Vice City, I just assumed the only way you could beat the game was through cheats. Oh, really? Yeah. Never gave it much thought. Also, it was just more fun to use cheats anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't spank my bitch up. Is it supposed to be smack my bitch up? I bet you that's like like a, a copywritten. Yes, 100%. Copywritten, yeah. yeah. Luigi said to, to give you this, so here. Here, take it. Oh, oh he's stupid. He's just he's he's the lurch of them. Uh, There's a new high on the street. I guess that's a drug. Some wise okay. bank. Portland Harbor. And introduce a bat to his <laughs> Maybe I'm getting nicer as I get older, but like trying to avoid the uh, pedestrians. Yeah, like maybe that's what it is. Also, is man, this is not as bad as I thought it was. Well, I think be. I think the novelty of killing pedestrians has worn off. Like it's yes. no longer. 
Yeah, I can do that in my video game. I can do that. Oh, so he knows immediately. Oh, oh. Just press press the right bumper or uh, right trigger to. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, there to you beat go. Beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, beating dead bodies. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> remember Abs that? Remember? What? Well, never that left. That was a big influence for me. <laughs> it never left. Yeah. It never Okay, so now we're gonna go get this resprayed. Run him over. Nice, just barely missed him. See, did, when, I remember when I was playing this game, I knew about the fact that you could pick up streetwalkers. Um, vampires? Vampires. You could pick up vampires in this game. Okay. I knew about that before I played it. So from the beginning, I was just hoping to find a moment I could uh, okay, do so it. Okay, so I will say, I, I think this is a good time to talk about this, Mikey. Uh -huh. um, video games have always been a lot more erotic for you than they have been for me between the Cruising USA woman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Streetwalkers, so I, I guess think, vampires. I think you're very much uh, uh, letting the listener know that you're a fucking nerd. I honestly, it's, I never connected the two. Really? Uh, no, honestly. I'm, I'm not even trying to be like too cool for school here. I'm just more. Well, being, you're not, definitely not being too cool for school. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I can, I can guarantee you you're not being too cool for school. So, you used to jack off to this game all the time? Not all the time. What's all the time? I play like three hours a day, an hour or so would be jacking off. Not all of the time. A third of the time. A third of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew making his way back to Luigi's mansion where he's going to store his car. Wow, his jump. I've always, I've always, even at the moment I was like, this is dumb. It looks like he's like, if you pause he's riding it, an invisible horse. I was going to say you pause it oh, midway. Horses! Horses! Ride like the wind, bullseye! <laughs> You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I just want to take this time to apologize for last week's oh, yeah. horse absences. We forgot a lot of horse drops. We said them and didn't even realize that we said them. Yeah, that's that's inexcusable. Why don't you uh, uh, cause some chaos? Okay. Oh, speaking of which, you just uh, got the cops after you. No. Oh, you got to be kidding you me! You got busted already. Wow, he stopped a really fast-moving car. Don't with worry. His I'll cause some chaos. Okay. Mikey, let's cause some chaos. I think we should get a gun, by the way. How, yeah, how do we get a gun right now? Well, uh, kill a cop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to ask me twice. Twist my arm. <laughs> I don't know where the gun, sh the gun shop we is. We have not been introduced to ammunition yet. So yes. I fear that we, they will not open up for us. Right in front of the cop. Right in front of the police station. Right in front of the police station. Steal a car in front of a pedestrian. Come on, cops. Two more dead on your watch. <laughs> There this is go. on you, police. Only one star, though. That's uh, that's a common, uh, oh, common oh. Uh, threat. G cops back now again. You lost the star for half a second. Now it's back. Is there? It's like, oh, all right, he killed, killed three people. Second guy. All right, I'm start. I'm starting to cause some chaos here. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the layout of these streets very well? I, I remember. So I definitely remember the police station, hospital, big yes. open street there, because that was always an easy way to get through, a like fast, because it was so wide. And kind of the the under uh, the under the bridge area yeah, the there, past, the yeah. Red Hot Chili Pepper special. <laughs> wow, this car sucks. It can barely go upstairs. 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 <laughs> barely go upstairs. I think I'd be actually shocked that most cars could go upstairs. I think I stole from a mobster there. Oh, if I, if I kill him, I may be able to get his, uh, his gun. Sentinel. I remember this. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, wow, the draw distance. You drive like two seconds away and he's, he's gone. gone. But I thought maybe if I killed the mob member... Oh, it's a good car. I could get his. Uh, I could get his his gun. Yeah, there's some kind of automatic. Holy, that's a good car. Look how fast it's Woo! going. Nice. Did you have a favorite song from this? No, you know what? I, it, the, all the song stuff starts in Vice City for me. Like, because oh, it was so iconic and like and real music. Oh yeah. But already, you know, kind of the Vice City syndrome of 
like there just isn't anyone here no to uh to to hassle i like i, I, I kick someone and she's she's ready to tank i i always do appreciate that like, <laughs> i i do appreciate that they oh, she got money yeah, you take a swing at somebody and somebody's like, yeah, fuck you, I'm gonna fight you. It's like, all right, awesome. I think she's I'd dead react a little bit different. Oh, oh gang oh, member, oh. gang member, here we go. He's got the... You just flipped him off? I gave him the finger. I didn't even know that that happened. Oh, shit, now the whole gang's after me. All right. Check this oh, out. Oh, and there's a fast car. Oh, and the cop's right here. Come on, buddy. Take it to him. There, now I got the cop Now, here we go. And I'm in a gang car. We're about to get... We're about to get our chase on. Kill all these people. Yeah, nicely done. Thanks, Andrew. Where did the back? Well, look at the little chalk line on the ground. Oh, where the dead guy was. I don't remember that being a thing at all. It's it's a lot harder to get or takes a lot more time to get the cops after you in this game than I realized. 100%. Eh? If we had an automatic rifle, I think we'd be fine. But like like something where you could just do a lot of damage I mean, very we fast. Could, we could look up the cheats. Let's do it. You want to look up the cheats? Yeah. Okay, unlock all weapons. You want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the cop punches you in the back of the head. This is a brave cop. Very brave cop. Oh, oh that's not what I meant. So Andrew just uh, hucked a Molotov cocktail, more or less, would you say, at yourself? Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment, Mikey. <laughs> there you go. That's All cool. right, we got him. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen. We, got <laughs> we got him. That was Osama Bin Laden? Holy shit. <laughs> he was in New York this whole time. Oh my God. Do you remember the first time you realized that by taking over a taxi... You could do the fares? You could do the fares. Yeah. Like, what a novel idea. I know. That feels like a joke that they're like, wait, do you actually want to do that? And it became half of the game. Yes. Because then you could do ambulance missions, you could do cop missions, you could do, like, everything. Oh, Andrew doing some drive-bys as he goes. Yeah, I'm decorating the halls here with ha 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 with ho 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 motherfuckers. Bullets of falling. Look at you causing. We still haven't racked up more. We got to explode some cars. I think that's what we got to do. Oh yeah, the aim, eh? Like it doesn't go to where you're standing. Wow. Whoa. It, you shot a car with the rocket launcher. Oh, this guy just good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. Uh, he starts to punch you in the face even though you have a rocket launcher. Yeah. That is not the New York I know. Whoa! Oh my god. Andrew's Good going into uh, first person mode with the assault rifle and wreaking a little bit of havoc. Still only two stars. Still two stars. I don't know what else I gotta do. He just do. blew up about nine cars. And just standing. Oh, wow. No. But you made it to three stars. I mean, let's, let's do a mission. Okay. Do you want to just wreak havoc? You could wreak havoc. No. Just like Venom 2. Let there be carnage. <laughs> Let there be carnage. Oh, look at the rain effect. Eh? That's actually really cool. I always hated oh. when there was a car I really wanted and uh, and a cop right around it. So I would just stand in front of the car. <laughs> wait. And for now the, the new ones, they like drive you over or around you now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Man, they, what, a, what a time capsule. A Hummer. <laughs> a Hummer. Oh, two. Two cops immediately. Whoa. What a, okay, I guess I'm wreaking havoc then. Yeah, let there be carnage. Woody Harrelson. Just I love the little the sprinkling of the, the bullets like in the past of the car because Mikey is doing a little bit I'm of doing a drive, a little by. drive by. It is. It's so amazing. It, you know, reminding me again of uh, of Vice City where there's just nothing going on. Yeah. Uh, apart from some people who basically are just there so you can kill them. Yes. That honestly is his fodder at some point. <laughs> oh, I, I got three stars though. Nice. There you go. Oh, whoa. Look at you run. Oh, got run over by the cops. Wow, police brutality much, huh? Yeah. ACAB. What the fuck? And he can't hop up, yeah. Nice. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay, I died. Three stars I died. are no joke. Okay. Like, I must have been much better at this game as a kid. I 100% Because were. you, like, setting up positions, I could easily get to six six stars. I always thought there were five. I thought there were two, and I, I was counting earlier. And, uh... That's a lot of stars. It looks like too many stars. It is. It's too many. It's, it's like... What is this, the Hollywood Walk of Fame? <laughs> Damn it. You were testing that. Big jump, baby! Yeah! The first time this happened with the slow motion move. Oh, the coolest. Yep, didn't make it. Okay, cool though. But cool, I could do it. And I think it's a, a direct reference to me and how cool I am as well. Get a vehicle. Uh, let's go with this one. <laughs> I like the idea that you walk up to that like burning car that's holding up traffic and you're like, yeah, what's wrong with this guy? God. Sorry, I'm double parked. What an <laughs> asshole. Okay. So now we're driving Misty again. Yeah. We're, we're, we're uh, hired by Luigi, just doing a lot of his dirty work. Although nothing's been really that dirty. Yep. I, unless you consider beating someone to a pulp with a baseball bat dirty, but yeah. who, who hasn't done that? Who hasn't done that? We also have Misty in the car, so obviously I'm bringing out my electric Pokemon. Uh, yes. <laughs> Joey! I remember Joey. I like Joey. I always like Joey. Yeah, Joey's game. good. I'll be with you in a minute, Spark Plug. Ah, because he's a, he's a hey, mechanic. Joey. Luigi said you were alive. Sounds like Michael Rappaport. Later, there might be some work for you. All right? Yeah, like, but on Ambien. So Michael Rappaport. <laughs> I got a little business to take care of. I got a little job for you, pal. I like how you're just conveniently walking into the room every time someone needs someone. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had a drum. Oh, hey, you. Okay, perfect. Don't say anything. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Oh, the bomb, bomb shop. shop. I remember this. Once he spitted it with a bomb. I I appreciate that that. You know, Liberty City has everything, including your local bomb shop. Yes. Well, you got to know 8-Ball for it, though. Yeah, that's true. If we don't Imagine he called it a bomb shop. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, oh, it's going to oh. roll. Oh, nice. Well done. I actually, one thing I learned about uh, that, that Grand Theft Auto taught me is if my car is ever yes. flipping, which way turn to into turn? It. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think this is one of the missions where, like, once you get the bomb, you can't really get damage to your car. Oh, yes, because anything will set it off yes. right after I remember this now. God, it's right. amazing we remember this. So I have to get a, a bomb in the car. Yes. And, and without damaging it. And then plant it because the guy has to get into it without mm -hmm. realizing anything's happened. A mission that I thought happened a lot later in this game, but maybe Me too. I just didn't play a ton of the of the story. Maybe, like, I may have, like, only... Ooh. That was close. I almost hit the car. I may have, like, only... Uh, oh, there's going to be a really game. good car in that show window here on the left. Like, there. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good memory. I just... These things... You know what? I, I often think the early missions leave a huge imprint in you because you just remember them because you had to do them several times because yes. they were new. Yes. And then later on, you're like, oh, I kind of got the hang of this now. Fuck. You're trashing the vehicle. Get it repaired. Son of a bitch. Jesus. I'm going to get it repaired after I get the bomb put in. Okay. I didn't know you were allowed to do that. Well, we can find out. Eight balls like, get this piece of shit out of here. <laughs> oh, nice. I only put bombs in the best possible car. And he goes, cars like this, and he smacks on the hood, explodes everywhere, <laughs> dies. So cars repaired. Okay, new now engine and paint. Just the cops can't recognize you. fuck it up. But Mikey, I, I, I was hoping there was a car right there, and you just immediately ran that, into it. The number of times that would have happened to me playing this game. Yeah. Take a risk. The problem is, is like, you're almost a better driver if you're just going normal speed, but now you slow down and you hit something, you're like, fucking exactly, hell. Exactly, exactly, because you're used to going at a much faster speed. Yep. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, I so remember scared. this so vividly. I know, this mission I, I did not like, because I was like, you just taught me how to wreak havoc. There's like a blind duel. 
You jumped, jumped in front of your car. car. That's not that's not mine. Thank God we have a dash cam. Activate the car bomb, bomb armed. Bomb Shady. Arnold. <laughs> Shitty parking job. Did you hear me? Bomb Arnold? Bomb Arnold, yes. That's pretty good. <laughs> now we have to watch him again slowly walk into the car. Is that a Tom Arnold, Tom Arnold joke? Yeah. Bomb Arnold. <laughs> I like the, the exasperate. Yeah. What else would it be? <laughs> what other jokes do I make? <laughs> Wait until hear my Rosanda. Oh, eat till you explode. Marco's Bistro. I love it. And... Kablooey. Kablooey indeed. Mission Pass. Mission Pass 10 grand. 10 G's. Well, you know what? To be honest, this one does feel like that. You put a bomb in and killed somebody. So what? <laughs> Go Normal Tuesday. <laughs> well, Andrew, a couple missions down. Yeah, that was fun. Couple, couple uh, cop wrangling escapades. Uh-huh. No escalades, but we did have a Hummer. 100% and we, we exploded some cars. Oh, Andrew, and we got paid handsomely for it. <laughs> oh my goodness. You want to go talk about this game? Yeah, let's go counter cash and talk about this game. Let's do it, baby. Ha -ha. And welcome back to the retrograde. Hey, get over here. I got some <laughs> doils for you. It's, it's Mikey's go-to character. He's back. A go-to is just, it's not even a Mikey's character. My name is Luigi. Yeah, we had coffee guy that was high in cocaine the other week. We hey. had uh, LA Noir guys. You're telling me you got coffee with cocaine in it? <laughs> says <laughs> Luigi. Here we go. It's me's back again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I like him being just one. Oh, fuck. My emotions. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. I got a job for you. Oh, yeah. What's that? You drive this car. Mm -hmm. You go over to that coffee shop. Yeah. You pick up a coffee. Okay. You bring it back here. Yep. I know it ain't much. Oh, yeah. I got $1,500 for you. What the it. hell? Yeah, that's right. It's not much, but it's an entry-level gig. <laughs> coffee over there costs $1,100. You do this for me? Yeah. You a made man. I'm a made man. Made That's man. all it takes? That's all it takes. To become a made man. Well, this is a good coffee. <laughs> oh, my God. You should try it. Wow, made man. That's I'll tell you, you'll be able to afford about a third of a cup with the $1,500 I'm going to give third you. third of a cup. Like yeah. espresso? Yeah, it's a, they put cocaine in it. Espresso. Espresso. My least the favorite number, people. The number of, like, waiters and waitresses at high-end restaurants who say espresso. Yep. It's one thing, and we talked about this off. off <laughs> Wait a second. How many espressos are you ordering at high-end restaurants? Oh, well, the affogato. You got it. Oh, yeah, affogato. Yeah. Over I'll ice cream? Well, oh, I always say, I'm like, do you have an affogato? And they're like, uh, they're like, no. I say, do you have vanilla ice cream? And they say, yes. And I say, do you have <laughs> oh, my espresso? <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. You're telling me I see bread on the table here, and you have pork in the back, and you can't maybe bacon sandwich? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say I literally, I'll, I will just order a vanilla ice cream, and I'll order an espresso. Yeah. I'll do the heavy lifting. <laughs> Oh, this espresso so heavy. Yeah, uh, yeah that, what if Jack Nicholson movie is that? Whatever, where you ask sandwiches like, can I just order a toast? Oh, right. And they're like, probably no. Probably as good as it gets. Yes, it probably is. Or, or about Schmidt. About Schmidt. Which is, of course, the sequel to New Girl. Um, so, <laughs> what? Schmidt. Um, oh. oh, wow. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> so we just played GTA 3, clearly by Mikey's Luigi accent. Uh, impression, excuse me. Um, and we, you know what? I, I don't I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Right? We got lots to do. We got lots of score. We have awards to give out. But here's here's one question that I will ask you without getting too in the weeds about what you're gonna rate this game. Okay. Because we are we've already given it our retro score, which is four out of four bits. That's what we thought about the game when it came out in two thousand. It's it's hard to it, in fact it, you might consider it impossible. I think some coaches that. would be very disappointed. We didn't give 110%. Oh no. Yep. But you miss hundred percent of the scores you don't <laughs> review. So somewhere this math is going to work up <laughs> where we rate it exactly what it deserves. Yeah. What I'll ask you, Andrew, is we've just played Grand Theft Auto 3 mm. as it as as we remembered it in all its glory yep. post 
I'm just telling you when it came out. I, I appreciate you establishing the facts. 2001 was a big year for us. It was a space odyssey. Space odyssey. Well, yeah. I mean, not that didn't come true, but a lot of things did. Okay. Changed I don't know views your opinion. Everything. I don't have reality, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But you, so we just played it. Yes. Are you more or less excited to play the remake when it comes more out excited. On, on Friday? Or I, obviously, if you're listening to this, it's already out. Sorry. But. Sorry. I, I stepped up. More excited. More excited. Yeah, right? I, Same. It's starting in a better place than I had originally thought it would be. You know what's weird about this is what's I happening? think I enjoyed this. I can't believe I'm saying this. More than, more Vice, than Vice City. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly Why what I was going to say. I have no idea. Is it because the standard was so was set so high, right. the bar was set so high that there's no way we could have appreciated Vice City the way we did? Yeah, I think that might be it that Vice City is just in our brains. Little, little stupid brains is just like a, your little, your, your little stupid your brain. Your big stupid brain. That is, sounds about right. Yeah, all that wasted, wasted flesh. <laughs> a lot of gray matter in this noggin. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Where do you think that comes from, gray matter? Uh, I think it's it's the cousin of dark matter. Mm. So it's out there in space somewhere and we'll never find it. They, they, they're, they're dads or brothers? Yes, they're dads or brothers. <laughs> That's what they're cousins. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> his, uh, I, I think it was just that Vice City held, it was so stylized and so particular and, yes. and held such a independent niche corner in our, in our memories where GTA is such a table setter of one. Like it created a genre that we didn't know we wanted and yes. we loved. And it's funny. We start playing and we start remembering missions almost to a T. Yes. Like where to go where vice city were like, this is great. It's amazing. And when it's not that it feels devastating. Whereas this is supposed to be okay. And when it's better than that, it feels great. What about this? Okay. So grand theft auto three, was very much, it was a lot less cinematic than I remember the Grand Theft Auto yes. franchise being. Yes. Vice City was incredibly cinematic. Yeah, that's and in my imagination and my memories of playing that game, okay, yeah. I probably filled in all the gaps of, like the, the the physical, literal gaps in the streets where there were no people. I was probably imbuing the game world with so much more life based on the cinematics and yeah. the overall look and feel of the story of the game that when I went back to Vice City, I'm like, this isn't the place that I remember. Yeah. Uh, because the storytelling is just, it, that doesn't hold up nearly right. as well. Whereas in Vice City, it was more about just the darkness, the grittiness, yep. running around. It's more like what I remember it being. Yeah, I think that's true. And I also think that it did itself no services by saying, okay, the cars, the fashion, the music, the setting are all so stylized that you just assume yeah. the rest is filled out as yes. well. And yes. when it's not, you're like, it feels you leave wanting. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Whereas this one's like, I don't know. It's kind of like whatever. And then when it feels it is whatever, it's okay. Exactly. Yeah. In, in a way where, where I didn't expect this game to be when we went back to play it more than a proof of concept. And I think it was more than a proof of concept. That's a good way of the, putting it. The, the, the driving felt much better than I thought it was going to yeah. be. It's uh, GTA driving. It's GTA driving. Yeah, like, yeah. The shooting, I'll say, is much worse than I thought it would be. It was <laughs> like, shit, nightmare. it was awful. To the point where, yes, I could get used to it, but Vice City had the exact same problem. We yeah. remember that. But I think that because we'd already been introduced, and this is, look, here's the weird thing. When you think back about a game that you really love, okay, that nostalgia does a lot to make you love the game. Yes. You know, that separation yes. from the game does a lot to make you love it. And if you don't play it for 20 years, it may make you love it more because yeah. of your affinity towards it. Yeah, love it or leave it. But when you go back to a, mechan a gameplay mechanic, mm -hmm. either a franchise or a style of game, and you've played it the first time, that stark realization that it's very different than you remember is 
in its immediacy, very jarring. Right. But once you right. spend some time in it, you get used to it. So we've already, that jarring moment of, holy shit, these games are not what we remember them, mm-hmm. has already been spent in Vice City when we went back to go mm-hmm. play that. So we mm-hmm. did have more of a barometer yep. of what this game was going to be. Uh, and I think, therefore, it didn't disappoint us in the same way. Okay, so if you play that out, does that mean that if we had played this first a year ago instead yes. of Vice City, would have we tanked this game and then Vice City were like, oh, it's not as bad as we thought? I, I honestly believe that. That's I interesting. Do. And, I mean, that's part of us growing as hey, individuals. Absolutely. As reviewers. Yep. As physical bodies. If you're not watching this on YouTube, Andrew and I are growing yeah. at a rapid rate. We're much, like three times bigger than when we started. Ex- I mean, we started real small. Mm, yes. It's a Benjamin Button. It's, it's a Benjamin it's Button It's a reverse situation. Benjamin Button called growing. <laughs> <laughs> Very fastly. Um, uh, so so I, I do agree. I think that would that would be the case. And I, I think that's the same with a lot of retro games that we played. Yeah. When we first started this podcast, we would constantly go back to older games and be like, man, this is not what I remember. Yep. But then we got used to like the tough love version of a beat-em-up yeah. that, you know, when we go back and play a, a more recent one and we're more used to that that formula, we're, we're better equipped to deal with it. Absolutely. Like Ninja Gaiden. Oh, when yep. we went to go play that. If we had played that as one of our first games, I think we would have hated it. Yeah. But we... we we, we got used to how punishing those games are yes. and how the controls can sometimes not be ideal mm. and are better equipped to to find joy in it, I think. Oh, for sure. You got you to find the beauty in all the bullshit. Like, yeah. if you just, if you, the second you start having a bad thing, you're like, oh, let's throw it all out. Yes. You know, you got to find the, you know, emphasize what what made it amazing in the first place. Yes. Just think about, like, the D-pads in this podcast. Like, they got to get through all that bullshit to go like, oh, I see the value in yeah, this. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. And you know. thank, you, thank you to the uh, three of you who have. <laughs> um, I, I, I I really though want to talk about what made this game good. What, what it got right. Mm. Even going back and playing it in mm-hmm. the modern day. I mentioned the driving. Yep. It, it, I think that that, you know, would have been nice to use the triggers to do it in a more modern way. Yep. To, to drive using the triggers. Uh, instead you're using the X and the, and the square as, as brakes. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, <laughs> what were the things that you found yourself liking in this game. Okay, so I think the graphics were a little bit better than I, I yeah, thought they were going to be. I agree. I think them Kind being, of cartoony, but how Exactly, yeah. but that actually kind of works. And then that leads me to another thing, and this is a really small thing, but the interstitials with the cartoons are oh, really great. Yeah. Like, and they're really like relaxing and kind of cool. And every time they show up, you're like looking at the screen like, oh, that's cool. Or this guy's interesting. I think the other one too is the interactivity of the missions. The missions are good. Mm-hmm. Like they, they really could be so shitty. Yes. And they actually add a little bit of context the little bit of layering of dialogue that you could hear from Misty as she drives in the car yeah, with yeah, you yeah. or going to eight ball saying, and then that's a two, three step, four step process. Right. That's really cool. And yeah. it didn't have to be like that. Just being able to drive around in the sandbox would have been one thing, but then adding the storytelling, which has become so synonymous with rockstar is like baked into the pro- proof of concept. Like yeah. It's amazing because as a kid, what I loved about it. And I think, you, you know, you mentioned the, the memories that we have of some of the earlier missions. Yeah. And I do think that that's because I mainly played this game for the sandbox element that's what i liked about this as a kid granted it makes sense it was the first time we'd had an Mm -hmm. ability to play a game like that but what i really liked about going back and playing it was the story that it was it was much easier to get into a mission completing missions were Mm -hmm. a lot more fun i think because we have a better vocabulary to play open world games in in the way that we can we can read the map better we can drive better we can get out and 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 play around a little bit better than maybe when we were first playing this game as kids um 
kids whose parents let them play this game, I which can't, is amazing. Thank God my parents never <laughs> like, what are you playing? Like, yeah. uh, by the way, we got better at it because this game and its subsequent entities yes. taught us to be exactly. good at this game. So exactly. we just are, we're trained better at this. It's like Edge of Tomorrow where we're like Tom Cruise the 900th time. We've been yeah. here before. 100%. Um, so so I, I, I was kind of taken aback by how much I, I enjoyed the process of go in, get a story, come out, play mm. around. And you're right that Rockstar really dialed into their storytelling in yeah. subsequent games as opposed to just making it fun to live in a sandbox game, which maybe is the difference between something like Saints Row and Grand Theft Auto. Saints Row is like, let's just let them have fun in here. Yeah. And Grand Theft Auto is like, no, we want to tell a story. 100%. And they, they got really good at that. I, the, this, the example I always use is like Family Guy versus Simpsons. And people are like, well, it's like Family Guy like I, I think a, a younger generation is like, well, it's a much funnier show. And it's like, but the reason I would never go back to watching family guy is because there's no heart to, at the end of the yeah, day. That's at true. the end of the day, the Simpsons telling a story that's kind of interesting. And I think of the same kind of example for a video game is like just cause, which is like crazy. And you can yep. do everything and you can attach a rocket launcher to a cow. If yep. you can think of it, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you, you get bored of it. Cause you're like, well, okay, well what else am I going to do? Yes. This gives you something else to do, you know, or, or no different than the example of last week with Age of Empires. The skirmishes are incredible. And then when you get bored, you're like, ah, I guess I'll play the campaigns. Yes. You know, exactly. And at least it gives you a reason to come back or feel invested in it in, you know, slight, slightly. Yeah. I, 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 and it's, it's impressive that Rockstar saw that when everyone else probably believed that why they liked the game was just to fuck yep. around or yep. maybe it's because we played it when we were so young that we didn't realize how good the story actually could be yeah yeah um, and granted the story you know push things forward let you get more weapons and guns but i was pretty quick to the cheats in that game when i played it so that so i was fine there <laughs> not much more to say about it apart from the fact that it it felt much more familiar than i realized uh or then familiar I thought is a good be. way of putting it because i thought my all of my affinity towards this this franchise was vice city mm-hmm. and everything that came before it i had kind of forgotten about in yeah. some weird soup of blood and guts and car crashes mm, and gazpacho <laughs> <laughs> gazpacho was one of the guys who gave you missions in, <laughs> in grand theft auto yeah 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 um you know i i, I think we got to get to this because i think this is going to be a very interesting and actually incredibly challenging score to give in the in the current score well uh, with that said we gave this in its modern or its retro score in our 185th episode grand theft auto 3 the retro score from you andrew gets a four from me What's gets up? a four for a yep. total of eight perfect so far perfect it's gonna be tough to uh, drop the ball on this one andrew what are you going to give this game in the modern day out of four bits yeah this this gets uh an andrew bascom certified tough stamp tough because, tough, tough. because this game is so much better than I thought it would be. Yeah. And and I had so much fun playing it and I cannot wait to play the remake. Yeah. Mushroom Club. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be it's going to be so much fun cuz it's starting in such a good place. Now the problem is we have Vice City, we have number four, we have San Andreas, we have number five, we have all these versions that have right. not only lapped it, but like it's playing a different sport at this point. Yes. And so it's hard for me to go like, well, look, look what we have in the modern day. Right. And why would I go back and play this? Now, the remake and the mastering is questioning that and going like there is value to going back and playing this game. But how in the world do I give the how do I roll do I give this a four to four in, I the, know. in the current score, even though there's nothing objectively wrong with it? Right. Yeah, the controls kinda suck. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, the controls kinda suck. But like there's nothing like there's so much value to going back into playing it. So how much do you dock this score be, before it becomes like a like well one and a half? Because obviously number five is a four and a four. Right. That's unfair, right? But I can't go super, super high, and I don't know if I can cross the three. So I think I have to go. I think I have to go oh, two and a half, three. Uh, 
yeah, I think I have to give it two and a half because because the just the the newer versions of anything by Rockstar is lapping this yeah. so hard, so much so they needed to remake it, so much they needed to remaster it, and so therefore it's a two and a half, but a very good two and a half. I I love where you're coming from with this, and I I think it's important to say that giving this game a lesser rating in the modern day is not a shot at what this game was Mm -hmm. rather it's a testament to what rockstar has become yeah well put because it's grown the formula so well yes that there's no reason to go back and play this one except like you said if there's a remaster that kind of fleshes the game out in a way that we've now come to recognize as synonymous with a rockstar environment Mm -hmm. the things we now love about rockstar yeah are are the environment yep. it's how everything feels lived in and fleshed out mm-hmm. the things we used to love about rockstar were the fact that you can just go crazy and shoot and and, yeah. and explode things and all that, that. Yeah. however as as a relic to what games used to be and what mm-hmm. games were at at a time i do recommend everyone goes back and plays the original grand yes. theft auto 3 to see how good it was when it first came out unbelievable things definitely improved there were definitely issues but this was 2000 fucking this was 20 years ago 20 years ago last month and is still the game that everyone copies when you do an open world everyone has to pay the piper when they release (laughs) an open world game they owe some homage to this they have to kiss luigi's ring (laughs) i'm giving this one also a two and a half out of four okay uh because as much as we don't really have anything negative to say about it like i said that's only because the franchise and the formula has gotten so much better that this one is just very empty Mm -hmm. uh, uh, to play. And I'm curious now because that's a four out of four in the retro score for an eight, a five out of eight in the current score for a total of 13, which is a great score. Great score. Um, But I want to see what Vice City got. Oh, no. Oh, wow. So it's a four to four is probably, right? So episode number 38, January 15th, 2019. Um, also post nine 11 also <laughs> a lot of editing went into that, even though it was 17 years afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, you in the retro score gave it a four. Of course. I in the retro score gave it a four. Of course. Of course. You in the current score. Oh no. Gave it a 3.5. I'd say that would, that's a regrettable score. And I gave it a 2.5. Oh, uh, so you're pretty consistent. Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought I would have given honestly vice city a lower score based on so like too. in my mind, what I remember it being, I think I was too worried at this, at this point, not even a year into the podcast. I was probably mm-hmm. worried about giving a, a, a good game, a bad score. Me in the too. Current, current and I think game. I was just being stubborn. Yes. Like it's vice city. We got to give it three and a half. Yes. And vice city got uh, because of that, uh, into our hall of fame, mm-hmm. not quite the case with GTA three, no. but at the 13, that does kind of canonically rake this you know, where it should be relative to Vice City. I'm oh, glad it has a high, Vice yes. City has a high score because as you mentioned, if we went back to play it, maybe it was us having the foresight to know that we could get used to this gameplay mm-hmm. and therefore enjoy the environment, but yeah. we just didn't enjoy it in this setting. Oh no, I I, I feel very confident in our uh, in our GT3 scores. Vice City, okay. Um, we might have to redo that eventually one yes. day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like it, it's a great game. Go back and replay it, especially before you play the remastered. Yes. See the difference, you know, see where they started from. Cause then really, you know, it's like starting a new franchise yeah. when they went to a three dimension, you know, uh 3d world with sandbox and stuff right. like that. So go back and play it. Cause that was a ton of fun, but before, Oh wait. Oh, 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 oh I, he- I hear the music. Yeah, okay, I hear the let's, music. Let's do this. Thing. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, oh wow. wow. 
Okay. That's uh, amazing. Uh, just, um, are you okay? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. You okay? You okay? You never get used to, uh, it's just really good. It's, it is really good. It's really good. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've been doing that. this for three years. Yeah. Yeah. We've three. never made anything like that. No. Art? No. No. I don't think we've brought anyone to tears. Not in this way. No, everyone cries when they hear me. Not in a good <laughs> I, oh, you're, you're also crying because Zaz killed your father, right? Mm. And every time you hear that operatic music, you're like, oh no. Zaz killed my father. Joe Chill killed my mother. Batman killed my uncle, who was a bit of a felon, granted. <laughs> yes. But he threw him off a building. <laughs> Batman says he doesn't kill anyone. He threw him off a building. And then you got to the will and they're reading the will and they're like, and the pearl collection goes to Mikey. Oh, there's no pearls left, Mikey. They're scattered all over the, the streets of Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> I was going to say Toronto. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was. I Canonically, was, if there was a bad band in our city, <laughs> that'd be terrible. <laughs> I mean, there are so many characters in Toronto. There may as well be a Batman. Honestly, you'd fit into the the, the nice uh, cornucopia of weirdos. There's a guy in our city who who I'm glad you're going to talk about a uh, sing screaming guy that rides around on a skateboard. No, but I know that I love guy. that guy. I, I I'm talking about uh, a knuckle push up guy. Oh, yeah, knuckle push up. He, so every you see him walking and every like 10 steps, he gets down and does push ups on his knuckles. He's got insane calluses oh, all it's, over it's, his knuckles. It's crazy. Fucking the, hell. One guy though, tell you another Toronto local celebrity is I hate rubber boots guy. I don't know this guy. So a guy wears rubber boots and wears a t-shirt that says, I hate rubber boots. <laughs> and he walks around all day, every day. And people just like a local celebrity take pictures of him. Oh, that's, 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 that's the extent of it. And every day I see it, I'm always like, <laughs> yeah, right, there's yeah. also a Spider-Man on a skateboard, Spider-Man skateboard, the white squirrel of Bella Woods. There's a lot of things. Okay. So <laughs> okay. yeah, we don't, yeah. Uh, Elliot, Batman I know would we, fit we, in. That's we, all we're saying. We've kept Elliot yes. waiting. Sorry, uh, Elliot. I mean, they're in a, an immaculate Italian made yeah. bespoke suit. Wonderful. Uh, Elliot, can you, uh, reach into that suit pocket of yours mm. and, uh, grab that envelope? Let us know what, uh, awards this game is won. Do you like the idea of like a three piece suit, but the piece is like a reference to a gun? It's pretty good. Right? Oh, Andrew, that's really nice. Thanks, man. It's like like you walk in like you walk into your your cousin's wedding or something. Yeah. Elliot, shut up for a second. Yeah, shut up. You got to, fuck you. Shut up. Shut fuck shut you. Shut up. Fuck you. All right, keep going. Walk into your cousin's mm-hmm. wedding, and you, there's a little bit of beef, and and, uh, and oh, oh yeah, little, little, it, yeah yeah. By the nature of this way, oh 100 percent. You know, beef. You know yeah. your dads are brothers. Your dads are brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk you walk uh, you walk into that wedding. Yeah, and uh, and there was a the invitation said formal wear three-piece suit only okay and uh you and you know what you're doing yeah you're yeah, wearing yeah, a two-piece yeah. suit you walk right by that yeah. fucking cousin of yours <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you say uh want to see my third hey, piece? hey dark matter a <laughs> <laughs> hey, dark matter your, your your cousin's also a local hero van vigilante named dark matter <laughs> and he says what's up gray's anatomy and you say that's not my name hey. Uh, and he says, I thought I told you to wear a three-piece suit. Oh, he says, okay. you want to see my third piece? Nice. And you reach into your jacket pocket and you shoot up the whole <laughs> You murder everybody. Murder it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Elliot. Okay. Why don't you reach into your third piece and grab us your envelope, whatever the fuck. Read us the award that this game won. <laughs> the Field of Childhood Dreams. If you play it, they will review it fondly. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Amazing. Wow. Wow. Bring, really bringing us back. Mm-hmm. Uh, grounded. Yeah, I mean, t- t- I, remember where we came from. Remember where we came from. Uh, I was conceived at a, a wedding, actually, where oh, yeah. everyone me, got shot. Cornfield up. for me. Yeah. Cornfield for you. Yeah. 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 The, w- the wedding took place there or this was just. Oh, just coincidence. <laughs> so your dad built it and then he came and then your mom was hey. like. 
And obviously the built was a tent. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So yeah, you know what? We knew with those, we knew, we, with, we the, knew. <laughs> with the scores that we had, it was going to be something like this where there was a precipitous fall from grace with, but even though that's not fair. No, but you the know, fe- well, the field of childhood dreams is just where the retro score is a seven or a higher. That's good. Oh, I thought it was about the difference. Sorry. No, because okay. we no, we do have the uh, we do have the rose colored hall of plane where the current score is significantly lower than the retro, retro score. That's a four, a difference of a four, mm. which six and a half to an eight. It's not bad. Like the current score was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel good about us. I, I honestly podcast aside, podcast? I feel good about us. I feel good. I feel good. We got something going. I'm going to invite here? you to my wedding. <laughs> Three piece suits Please only. Do. I hope I can also speak your what? No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, no. I, I the two and a halfs. I'm glad you're on board with me because yeah. I thought it was like two and a half was like kind of buried in my brain. And then I started talking I'm like, oh, is that three? Is it two? Yeah. No, I feel really good about the two and a half because there is a lot of value there. It's really good yeah. game, but you also just cannot compete against what GTA five. Right no. Now. And you I know? also like two and a half, I think could arguably be high for this game. Right. The reason I'm giving it the two and a half is because I think it's kind of a time capsule. It's like yeah. a museum piece, yeah. but I will never go back and play this game again for the sake no. of having fun. No. And usually when that happens, it's a two or lower, but yeah. it just, it is, it's worth seeing as the 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 godfather of them all mm-hmm. uncle luigi over yeah. here which is gta3 yes that's gta3 yeah. two and a half comes a lot of value men games mm. um so so uh, <laughs> uh uh so yeah so that, that there was a lot of value in that game i i would go back and play it if you can before we we try the remastered or you yeah. try the remastered tough, tough to get your hands on you may need a ps2 for it uh uh otherwise i think they took it off the steam store wow. because yeah rockstar knew they were going to be yeah. releasing the remaster maybe they have the original version in the game i doubt it's in that exact form interesting uh, you know how like uh like diablo has like the retro yes. and then the the current with like the mm-hmm. updated graphics and stuff yeah. maybe that's the case but yeah. who knows copying our style yeah yeah um well there we go thank you so much for listening we can't wait to we we love every single one of we, we can't wait to talk to you soon more gta stuff coming over patreon.com slash red great podcast we can't wait to talk to you I love you, everyone. Okay, my name is Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. I said it a bunch of times, so I just was like, well, I got to fast forward this like I'm an actual it two works. decks. Yeah, I know it works. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Got some guidance for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Kill all these people. Yeah, nicely done. Thanks, Andrew.